My mom loves cats. She feeds stray cats and lets them stay in her house if they want to. She even set aside money just for the cats. Our house was like a cat farm because there were so many cats. There was 20 stray cats living happily together. Uh, time passes. She's still an amazing woman. She brings sausages, cat food, and water whenever she goes out so she can feed the stray cats. She passes. She even starts feeding birds now. Uh, one day I saw her walking, and there were birds and cats following her. She looked like a Disney princess to me. She said, This world wasn't made just for humans. She might not be giving the world something, but her kindness is very inspiring to me. I'm a supervisor of a great luxury hotel. It was one of those hard days of work that was coming to an end. There was approximately one hour left to be able to get out. When after running all day, I decided to go see the housekeepers so I could help with something. I had been told that there was a housekeeper who had been delayed because she was sick. I tried to make what was left of the day more enjoyable. I sang some songs while we finished work. Uh, the cart where the housekeepers carry all the products are very, very heavy. And I think by doing that, the woman lost all her strength that she had left. After storing the cart of her dirty clothes, she approached me. And while she was, she fainted. She fell down right in front of me. And I, forgetting the basic notions of nursing that I had, I began to pray. But not to any saint. It was in the first person I thought of. I prayed to Chung Jae-hyun. Jae-hyun, please help me, I said aloud. Jae-hyun, what do I do? Jae-hyun, please tell me what I have to do. I finally reacted. Maybe Jae-hyun helped me in some way. And I put her sideways as I kept talking to Jae-hyun inside of my head. Who gave me instructions? Put a pillow on her head. Lift her feet. Open the alcohol. Bring it to her nose. Take her vital signs. You have to make her react. After a few seconds, which seemed like minutes, the woman opened her eyes. Who is Cheon? She asked me when the doctors were treating her. Suddenly, I had a laugh attack. Ha ha. You kept mentioning his name, and although I was unconscious, I could hear you. You see, Cheon is a very important person. He has just saved you, I answered laughing, just as it made me stay calm, more or less. Since that day, she has always asked me about Chung Jae Hyun. Who helped me without being present, and obviously, she asks me to send him greetings. Thanks, Chung Jae-hyun. On behalf of that girl, you are our angel and our superhero. Hello, John D and JD. <laughs> I live in LA, and I think LA is pretty notorious for having a ton of bad drivers. Last week on Friday, I was crossing the street when a car trying to make a left turn bumped into me. Never in my 18 years of life did I imagine that I'd actually get hit by a car. Luckily, the impact wasn't strong and only my knees were injured. They'll heal up, it'll be okay. Anyways, when the car initially hit me, my mind blinked out. However, after realizing I wasn't dead and barely injured, I thought, Good thing I didn't die just now. I haven't met Johnny and told him how cool he is yet. <clears throat> uh, of course. A lot of other things crossed my mind. On a more serious and less comedic note, something I've been thinking about a lot more often after getting hit by the car is how lucky I am to be alive. Words cannot express how thankful I am. I think a lot of us take our life and our health for granted. I have to wear knee braces right now, and I never truly thought about how inconvenient and saddening it is to be not to be able to walk well. Now that I know, when I get better, I'll never take my mobility for granted ever again. I think from now on, I'll be more appreciative of the little things in life. Living is a gift on its own. I believe that if you try hard enough, 
you can find something positive in even the most darkest situations. Well, I'm thankfully alive, so I hope I can meet all of NCT one day. I'll always be cheering you guys on. I love all of you guys so much. Thank you for reading my story. I'm not really sure where to start with this story. I had a close friend, Naru. We were friends since the age of four and have been together through everything for 13 years. The closest friends ever. We did everything together. Eat, laugh, sleepovers, cry, camping trips, and dance. Dance was the only thing that no one could ever stop us from doing. We would dance everywhere. One time, Naru and I and our mothers went food shopping. The four of us were walking down the drink aisle and our favorite song came on. So Naru and I started dancing together, making our moms so incredibly embarrassed. We also did a lot of covers for EXO and, of course, NCT on our free time. She loved the song Limitless. We were in our senior year of high school last year. We both got accepted into Juilliard Dance School in New York City. Finally, our dreams were coming true to become professional dancers and choreographers like we wanted. We had graduated and wanted to celebrate with friends, so we asked our parents to borrow the car and drive around town. It seemed like a fun idea for us graduates at the time, but that fun didn't last very long, and we ended up crashing into an oncoming van. I was in the back seat with our three other friends, so I only got a broken arm and a concussion. However, Naru, she was in the front, and I learned at only after all my wounds were treated that she had been killed. She had internal bleeding and collapsed lungs. I broke down that night, and for weeks after her death, I refused to do anything. I wouldn't eat, wouldn't talk to anyone, and wouldn't even dance. Something so precious to me, I couldn't even do. Dance just reminds me too much of her, what I had lost, something that Naru and I shared. I couldn't listen to NCT anymore either, for that matter. But eventually that changed when you guys came out with the song Cherry Bomb. I decided to try and listen to the album. Maybe new songs wouldn't be as painful to listen to. The song Zero Mile, when I first heard it, it was like a reminder for me that even if Naru is gone, she's still with me in my memories and in NCT. She loved you guys so much, and she would have loved Cherry Bomb and would have been so proud of how much you guys have grown. I want to thank you guys. Your songs have meaning, it gives me hope, and keeps me close to Naru. I'm not back to dancing yet. Do you guys think I will ever be able to be strong enough to dance again? Anyways, thank you. I'll continue to support you no matter what. If I could meet you guys in person one day and say one thing to you, it would be thank you. First of all, I'm a big fan of NCT Night Night. I listen to the cute program every night by the Go Real Raw application. At first, I want to tell you guys that my dad doesn't like any animals. Since I was three years old, I always begged him to raise a cat or a dog, but he never allowed us. Two years ago, when my dad was working in his garage near our home, he heard a weak kitten sound. And when he looked for it, he found a skinny, thin kitten under the tree. The kitten was too thin and weak, and it couldn't even stand. My dad brought it to our home, and we gave it water and food. Two days later, the cat could walk, and now it lives in our home. We call our cat Kun Nai. This means Samunim in Korean. One month ago, we had a dinner outdoor. My parents planned to cook barbecue for me and my friends. We had a dinner near our dad's garage, and Kunai was there as well. She walked around us the whole time. But that day, when my dad walked out to find firewood, Kunai screamed very loudly. We were very shocked, but we didn't know why Kunai was screaming like that. My dad told Kunai to stop screaming, but she didn't stop, and she also hit my dad's leg and ran and jumped around everywhere. It seemed like she didn't want my dad to move anywhere. She never did this, so we were very curious why Kunai was doing it. Then, we were very, very shocked. 
I saw the big cobra lie in the dense grasses near my dad and Kunai. Everyone was shocked. I had no idea how to help my dad, but in that situation, Kunai still jumped and screamed to tell my dad that there was something very dangerous near him. Luckily, one of the workers near my mom heard her voice, so he came and hit the cobra. My dad said, I rescued Kunai two years ago, and today Kunai rescued me. I'm always very happy when I think about this story. I hope Kunai helps me to get Jay Huns and Johnny's Polaroid from Night Night. I'm not a celebrity, not a politician, not anyone important. I'm just a teenager, but I hope that people would pay attention to my words sometimes. I was bullied, and I had to transfer schools because of that. I was called fat and ugly. The bullies didn't hit me or do anything physically, but the words hurt me so much. I started looking into the mirror, trying to find something to like about me, but I believed in those bullies. I'm worthless and just too ugly to be around. I couldn't stop crying whenever I see myself in the mirror. I always wondered, why do I look so bad? Why am I not good enough? I tried starving myself, but it was painful, and I became too weak to even keep my eyes open. I felt like the world is made for small people, and I'm too big to fit in. I was suicidal, but I always wanted to stop hurting people around me, people who love and care about me. My solution was to transfer schools. Now that I'm in another school, the classmates there are very accepting. I wasn't even considered big. I might be chubby, but because of the nice people there, I learned to be body positive. So what if I don't have a 16-inch waist? So what if I don't have a thigh gap? At least I am me, and that is all that matters. The society needs to learn to make some space and understand that there are all types of people around. Lastly, to everyone out there, I just wanted to say that whoever is listening to this is absolutely beautiful, and there's nothing you need to change about your appearance. You're already as perfect and unique as you are. Don't let anyone tell you differently. If you ever feel like you are not worth anything, seek help or change your environment. Don't let the bullies get to you. Life is long. Life is beautiful. Don't stop right here because of these mean people. Live for yourself. Live happily and show them you're stronger than them. Once, my friend found an interesting contest. It was right before our summer vacation. The rule is to record a film about our region. We decided to get involved. We put all our hearts on this and spent about three months on meetings, recordings, and editings. When we started the new year of, of school, they sent us an invitation of an award ceremony. We didn't know which place we were in, so we were very nervous. Hey, what do you think? I asked my friend. At that time, the results were announced. We were so proud, but hmm? is there no second or third place? It turned out that we were the only participants in the competition. I was so glad, but also disappointed at the same time. Without rivals, there isn't really any fun, right? I'm pretty sure you guys can relate to this as well. When I was young, all of my cousins used to gather in a grandparent's home during the summer holidays. There's a stream near our grandparents' house. Our grandparents told us not to go near the stream because the current is strong, but all of us wanted to go fishing in the stream. Unless our parents were keeping an eye on us, we could not go fishing. One day, my cousins told our grandfather to visit our aunt's house, but we went fishing instead. It took about three hours to catch a fish. My cousin put the fish into the black plastic bag and we went back home. As soon as we were home, I told my youngest aunt excitedly, Aunt, we caught a fish! My cousin saw that and she covered my mouth immediately. All of us ran into the storeroom to hide. My grandmom found out so she looked for us to scold us. 
While hiding, we found a strange peck. It looked very old. So we opened this peck and we found the books that we usually see in historical Korean dramas. We opened the book, but we found only Chinese characters. Although we didn't know what they were, we took the books from the storage. My grandmom saw the books, and her annoyed face turned into a smile. We begged grandmom not to scold us. As a punishment, we got up early the next morning and went to the temple. Thanks for being alive. We promise we won't do anything from now on that makes my parents worry. When I was six years old, I was introduced to a book series called The Chronicles of Narnia. I asked my mom where the author of the books lived. Then I will go to England and I will live in London in a flat overlooking Hyde Park. At age 20, I made that sentence into a reality by studying abroad in London. My residence was overlooking Kensington Gardens, which was close enough. When I was five years old and getting ready for ready to go to first grade, my school told my mom that I should stay back because of my hearing issues and my speech problems. Before I had turned one, I had way too many ear infections and that affected my speech. I went to therapy after school every day for two years to help with my listening and speaking skills. By the time I was eight, no one noticed that my R's and W's sometimes got changed around. When I was 21 years old, I started to dream about teaching English abroad in South Korea. Almost all of my friends were supportive of me except for one. At age 24, I made that reality by moving to South Korea. At age 25, I extended that reality by starting my second year teaching in, in Seoul. So many people out there have dreams but then have them crushed from right beneath them. I want everyone to know that their dreams matter and are important. Find people who will work with you to make your dream a reality. I believe in you. My grandma always sewed a new pair of pajamas for my New Year's present. She goes to the market, buys a fabric, and makes the pajamas from scratch. I once asked my grandma how she learned sewing. I felt respect towards her. I can't imagine how much difficulty she had to overcome and sacrifice during those hard times. During high school, my grandma stopped suing them because she was diagnosed with kidney failure. After receiving dialysis treatment for a few years, my grandma died two years ago at the age of 100. She left an orange color fabric with flower patterns for me. This year when I graduated and got my first full-time job, I used my first paycheck for making a new pair of pajamas. I think of it as a graduation gift for my grandma. I am always grateful for what she did for me. I will cherish every moment with those we love because we never know when it will be the last. Thank you and love you, grandma. I was coming home from my university feeling so tired and completely done with school. I got on the bus like I usually do, put on my headphones and completely shut out the, the outside world. As I was on the verge of falling asleep, I looked down on my phone to check the time. I suddenly felt a small tap on my shoulder and noticed an old lady sitting next to me, uttering some words I couldn't really make out. Sorry? She pointed her finger towards my phone. I looked down on my phone and she was pointing at my lock screen of you, Johnny. She went on and asked how long we have been together, where we met, and whether our parents approved of our relationship. I told her we were in a long-distance relationship and that you were from Chicago and you were working in Korea. Again, I kept answering these questions hoping the conversation would just end. But of course it didn't. The conversation went on for most of the bus trip and as we kept talking, the conversation kept getting more serious. 
The lady started talking about marriage and told me how you and I should spend more time together and do things we like before getting married. At this point, I felt like the most terrible person in the world. The lady genuinely believed we were a couple and I just couldn't find myself telling her otherwise. I went home that day feeling terrible, yet oddly happy that someone had made my childish fantasy a reality. At least for a moment. Your girlfriend from Arizona. <laughs> 